This podcast is part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. So visit saspodcastnetwork.com for more podcasts from local Saskatchewan talent. This episode was brought to you by the Saskatchewan Ministry of Highways. If you come across a work zone on the highway, there could be construction or maintenance activities in progress. Make sure you drive carefully and watch for workers on equipment or on the road. Even if workers aren't present, you should always slow down to 60 in a work zone. That's because hazards could still exist, like a rough road, a sharp turn off the pavement, or loose stones. See the signs? Know the facts! Slow to 16 work zones. Do it. It's the safest thing to do. Direct Rest is a proud partner of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Is marketing getting in the way you're running your business? Things like updating your Google listing, thinking of a headline for a billboard, or making sure your website is in good shape? That's where Direct Rest comes in. You can get local, expert marketing help for your businesses at directwest.com. I want to ask you some questions. Don't make me bust you up, man. Would you care to step outside? All too easy. I count six shots. I count two guns. God speak, Spider-Man. It's quite cool. But Your Honor, I'm not done. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of We Make Movies, the show where two... Uh, yes, this is, this is still your part. <laughs> yes, no, yes, just confirming we have two and not three uh, film students. <laughs> right. Uh, joining us uh, uh, tonight is my uh, my good friend uh, DJ Carnegie. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, I'm terrible. I totally skipped over your part of the intro. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just went with it. Oh man, <laughs> the show we're in. Do not two. take breaks when you do a podcast, or else this is what happens. Oh, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> If, if this show is anything but consistent, <laughs> <laughs> things get sloppy, man. They get real messy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but I it's had, all good. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, like I, uh, my excuse is that life grabbed me by the balls, and I, I kind of just had to <laughs> fly around for the ride for a little bit. Um, yeah, you've I'm, been going through it these these past few weeks so you know what we'll cut you some slack, <laughs> then, you then. Some slack. i'll even do the intro oh no way just what? kidding just kidding that's not <laughs> for me <laughs> so that's not my role it's like holding the infinity gauntlet like I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's too much power you don't want me to have that much power i no. use the intro to end the intro <laughs> <laughs> no more intro it's over <laughs> but it's oh. good to be back Hell yeah, man! Seriously, like I was, I was, I've been working a bunch. Like I've been busting ass, and like I haven't haven't watched a whole lot of movies. And my brain it feels kind of feels kind of mm-hmm. dry, and you don't need to I need to lubricate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been slacking on the movies too. Don't know why. I feel like every time I look at my list, I'm like, these just look like a bunch of like crap like i just got a bunch (laughs) of crap left on my list like i just i went through all the good movies and i left myself with just endless endless garbage man like uh, endless garbage (laughs) i mean i i put them on a list for a reason i i should check them out anyways but i don't know i know i go through the same thing because I'll I'll be like, oh, that movie looks awesome, and then I'll add it, and then I'll forget that it exists, and then I'll look at my list again, and I'll be like, what the mm-hmm. hell is any of this? I don't, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to watch what any the of movies. Are too, so yeah, you have to relook them up. Yeah, then I'm like, well, Dude, why what interested? In- yeah, what interested me about this movie? Yeah, why was it on my list? A lot of the times, I'm like, these are terrible. Like this is, <laughs> oh man, yeah. 
Yeah, like I um okay, one I keep thinking of is Ronin with uh um Robert De Niro. I think it was huh. you ever heard of this? Um that's no. Yeah, that's one that that comes up often for me. Uh, who John Frankenheimer? What did he did? Um, uh, I can't remember. Uh, he uh, yeah, he did a he movie with uh, Jean Reno and uh, Robert De Niro, and apparently there's a very good car chase in it. That's what I keep hearing about. So that's why I wanted to watch it. Ronin. I wonder why is it called that? Yeah, is it I don't samurai know. Samurai movie. What's happening? It's not. A, it's not at all though. Like, it's like a freelancing former U.S. intelligence agent tries to track down a mysterious package that is wanted by the Irish and the Russians. Ooh. It's not. It's not about Ronan. It's got. Though. It's got the Irish and the Russians. Yeah, <laughs> the the worst people. <laughs> <laughs> the most evil motherfuckers you'll find in a movie. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It's got Robin. It's got Robert De Niro. So you got the Italian too. So oh, oh my god, it's a yeah, trifecta. Yeah. And John Renault, he's French. Oh damn! <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I whenever th- so whenever I think of my list, I'm like, I want to watch Ronan because it's the only one I actually know that's on my list. Uh, <laughs> there's always one I think of too. There's one called Green Street Hooligans. Again, like I have no idea where I got this from because I thought I, I thought I heard it from Will, and I asked yeah. Will, "Hey man, do you remember what this movie's about?" He's like, "I've never heard of that goddamn movie in my life." <laughs> Just looking at you like you're crazy. I know, and he's like, "Like what a crazy name." So I'm like, "Who told me about this? Is it good?" I have no idea. Yeah, like I I've I remember when I started with my list. Pretty sure I had like around fifteen pages. Oh my god! Of movies. Now wow. it's down to seven, so I feel like I've done a pretty solid job. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Wait, but that did that count? Like, did you add every single James Bond movie like on there? No, you, no. So that's a whole if it thing. was like a series, I would put like James Bond series. Oh, uh, okay. I, would, okay. I wouldn't list every single movie. That's just <laughs> too much. Okay, yeah, prob- yeah, probably for the best. So I got movies like at the top of the list right now. I got Cloud Atlas, Gran Torino, Body of Lies, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like, oh wow, okay, yeah. Have you seen any of those? Um, yeah, I can So I know that. Sorry, what was the first one you said again? Cloud Atlas. Okay, I've heard awful things about. That. <laughs> yeah, like, like, this is what I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I like, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bangs. It, it it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Shane Black is like I think he's at his best when he like right when you know when he's like the the script guy. Like I I sometimes sometimes things just get really like bland in his directorial movies. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I I love the Nice Guys. I love that movie a, a lot. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. But like, so Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is like. Almost the same movie because pretty much every Shane Black movie, it's every every single one's a buddy cop. It's like a drama or it's a comedy or it's like it's something like that. Okay. And like I think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was his first directing job, and there's just some really stupid things in that in that movie. <laughs> stupid in a funny way uh yeah no okay well like i remember this one bit where like yeah where some fingers get chopped off and i was like there's no fucking way those fingers got chopped off (laughs) (laughs) why would you mean like it looked fake 
uh, no, just the scene doesn't make any sense. You'll you'll see when it, I don't want to ruin it for you. You'll see when okay. it, you'll see when it happens. <laughs> okay. But then there's also there's some pretty good uh, there's a few good shootout uh, shootouts in it as well. Um, so yeah, mixed bag. Uh, yeah. Grand Torino. Will has this interesting uh, interesting uh, uh, hypothesis. He calls it the Grand Torino effect. It, it's <laughs> okay. it's when you watch a movie when you were young. Uh-huh. You thought it was awesome, and then you watch it again when you old when you're older, and then you realize that it's terrible. <laughs> I feel like his experience with Gran Torino was was uh, was that traumatic for him that he started calling it the Gran Torino effect. <laughs> so the, the thesis was named after his experience watching Gran Torino for the second time. <laughs> So yeah, you're 100 right. It, it was it was that horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I've tried to defend it, but I also haven't bothered to watch it again. So I I don't know. I uh, genuinely so, don't so know. So you liked it when I was when, yeah when I was when like you were or, little when I was like younger. I guess like 13. I thought it was awesome. Okay. I was like my because remember my dad came to me. He's like, damn, this movie was so cool. And then I then I watched it a little bit later, and I was like, wow, this movie. Like I was so like. My, my heartstrings at the end. I was like, oh my god, I like this movie's so sad and beautiful. But then also okay. like there's you there, you can find supercuts on the internet of Clint Eastwood just saying racial slurs through, throughout the movie. <laughs> like in like large quantities. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I've i uh, Clint Eastwood is more miss than he is with uh like hit with me so seriously like i was i was dramatically disappointed in uh mystic river i was mm-hmm. i was i was upset. did i like that one i missed did we Sorry. we might have talked about it at some point what were, what were my feelings on that movie um i'm trying to remember anything interesting that happens in it but but it's just so so damn boring like it's just oh never, um, I, think, I think it was like i really liked it up until the point where uh it was like somewhere during like the last bit of the movie where it just kind of derailed yeah like the twist i think it starts I, compelling but then yeah mm, kind of i think is when like it had some it started with like the kids like when you find out that it was the kids who did it and it didn't make any sense why they did what they did. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was, I was mm. so like, I was so let down. <laughs> and that's when it started to go downhill for me because then, like, everything after that just didn't make any sense. I guess <laughs> I was, was already underwhelming. Yeah, I was, I was already bored and underwhelmed like leading up to that. So <laughs> yeah. when that happened, I yeah. was like, all right, that I'm, I'm totally <laughs> checking out of this. <laughs> Yeah, you, you you got the you saw it coming before I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I want to see Million Dollar Baby. Um, I've seen it. Yes. Okay. Is it good? I didn't like it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Shit. Um, <laughs> I, but, I. But I mean, you might. Maybe I really liked Unforgiven. I'll 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 defend that. Mm, but yeah. also, well, there there might also be a an uh like a grand torino effect unforgiven maybe maybe <laughs> this is just the clint eastwood effect maybe yeah, this is i watched unforgiven i was like oh it was okay you know it was it was good it wasn't like it didn't wow me but i remember yeah you really liked it so yeah i like go back and check it out i like 
I like just the story of like an an old man having to dig up his past and then find mm. like you know reclamation and rebirth through his journey. You know, like Logan, you know, like Unforgiven, the, the Last of Us. Like they're, I yeah. like I like them all. It's a really good platform. <laughs> <laughs> I also like. I feel like Clint Eastwood just like. If, for me personally, maybe it's different for other people, but I feel like when I watch him act, I just get the impression that he's not a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone else feels that way when they watch an Eastwood movie, but that's in in what way? Like, I, is he, he too one note for you? Yes, like you know how he talks. It's very <laughs> like monotone. Like he's he's not the most expressive actor out there you know so it's yeah so he is kind of the same you know (laughs) yeah yeah and in his last um uh okay i heard awful things about the mule 317 to paris Mm -hmm. sully was pretty good i didn't mind sully but Mm -hmm. it just because it was short like yeah but it also just kind of ends like there is there isn't really a story to it like Mm -hmm. at all i don't really know what sully's like what's his emotional arc he was like he was like i'm a good pilot and then for he's for like a second he's like was i a bad pilot and he's like no i wasn't and then everyone else like, yeah yeah you yeah you're not and then it's just like the the whole finale of the courtroom scene is i'm just saying you're the greatest man alive and he's like thank you <laughs> for like a for like 10 minutes nice i um, mean i i will say though I will defend Eastwood in like in his earlier roles, like when he was younger and in um, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Man, that tr- that trilogy is awesome. Yeah, like, like I'll, I like him in in that stuff. I think it's just once he became old man Eastwood, where it's <laughs> it's just not 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 good. <laughs> oh yeah, remember? Um, uh, Grand Torino was gonna be his retirement movie. Did you know that like it, <laughs> that movie came out like when like 2007? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then he got talked into doing um uh what's that one? Something with the curve, um trouble with like, the curve with retirement uh, from acting in movies. Uh yeah, yeah, that was he oh, was going okay. to direct after that. That makes sense. Yeah, but like, like he definitely did not retire. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, 2007 till now. Then he yeah he got talked to doing trouble with the curve, and then uh yeah they did the mule, I okay I liked American Sniper I I actually that directing wise I think I think that's his best movie I did I really liked that movie too yes yeah all right we found one ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) there's Um, so that, that makes a total of what two movies of Eastwood's that I've seen that I've liked um good and bad and the ugly and uh american sniper i think i think uh invictus is good i haven't seen it um oh okay you you liked uh you liked the uh, flags of our fathers right or you like no Fl- Iwo jima which one that you one you like Iwo that jima, one yeah okay we're at two okay that, that that's three now it's three or three oh wait uh okay um or are we just talking about strictly ones he directed I'm looking at once he directed. Okay, so uh, yeah, oh, we're at we're at two then. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um yeah, I haven't seen Jay Edgar. Um I didn't see Richard Jewell either. I heard I heard that was alright. 
Um, yeah. Okay. All right. We are at two. Uh, <laughs> and, a... uh, he's very obsessed with these uh, true story movies now. It's like all he does. Yeah, and then he he casted um for three seventeen to Paris or for fifteen seventeen to Paris. Mm-hmm. He casted like the real guys that were involved mm-hmm. in the event of the movie, and I heard that they're all terrible actors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he would he would do that. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't I don't know. <laughs> like just make a documentary or something. Like why? Yeah. At that point, why get the real people involved? <laughs> yeah, and I heard too that like, yeah, the one thing I don't like about his directing is that it seems so flat. Like he'll do like mm-hmm. one or two takes, yeah. and he'll do those stories. Yeah, yeah. He's like, um, uh, I well, what's it? Like Tom Hanks told the story. He's just like, like when he when he, like when he's calling action, he'll be like, okay, now go, and then we'll do the scene, and he's like. All right, that was good. And then, then that's it. That's that. That's then. That's the end of the scene. And they just move on. Like, and, imagine watching a whole movie of that. <laughs> of just you talking like that. Like that's how he is in these movies. Like, I, 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 like, no, I can't. I can't do it. He's so old now too. It's not even like yeah. It's not even endearing. I like I like Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry's a good time. I haven't seen it. Um. Yeah. At least at least check the first one. They're cool. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, we don't really have, uh, I guess, a whole lot of news. We haven't done news in uh, 100 years. Uh, but did you hear uh, Did you hear about this big uh, merger with uh, Amazon and MGM? Yes, I did. Um, yeah, so, like, I don't know. What is this? Like, what, what is, like, what does MGM really have? Like, I thought of James Bond. But uh, James Bond, they talked about it on the news today at work. Uh, it, it was, they mentioned two franchises. One was James Bond and the other was <sighs> blanking on it. But they were saying how like uh, Amazon had primes to like reinvigorate the fran- these two franchises or something like that. And I'm like, oh, they're going to do something with James Bond. I wonder what it is. But okay. what the fuck was the other one? James Bond. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, okay, the thing is, though, with James Bond is that... Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm talking about the Broccolis? <laughs> remember that whole weird thing? Huh? Like how, like that like that one family owns the rights to James oh, Bond? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you, like, you would know. You always see him at the start of the credits. It was at, like Albert A. Broccoli. Like, <laughs> you know, like... Broccoli. <laughs> yeah, so like this guy, Albert Broccoli, like, he owned the rights. And then he died, but his daughter took over. And, like, they still have, like, I think MGM was probably trying to sell No Time to Die. But the Broccoli's were like, nope, it's going to theaters. And that's probably that's probably why they, they're selling to Amazon right now. Because, like, okay, maybe, like, the one movie isn't bankrupting them. Like, however, mm. like, it's been a tough year for, for studios. Yeah. Oh, the other franchise might have been Rocky. Oh wait! I reinvigorate Rocky. What do you mean? Like they 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 haven't stopped making Rocky movies. I, I, I don't know. I don't they, know. <laughs> okay. Um. That's uh, so far. I've seen James Bond and I've seen Rocky. I don't know. Okay, I see. What other ja- franchises they've got? James Bond, uh, The Handmaid's Tale, uh, Rocky, Pink Panther, 
Vikings, Legally Blonde. <laughs> That's, I guess it's a franchise. Um, Stargate and Robocop. Oh, uh, I wonder. I wonder if. Okay, as I, I thought I've heard stuff about Stargate. I, I remember that coming up recently. I can't remember what that was about, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, remember, remember Neil Blomkamp was going to make that Robocop movie? I don't know if that's still happening. Maybe No, I don't remember that. Oh, man. I remember shit. when he was supposed to do cool. Halo. That never happened. <laughs> I just I watched the whole ass documentary on YouTube about uh his uh or the the unmaking of Aliens 5. And it's just a sad story. Like he's literally like like I, like they're pulling quotes out. He was like uh Alien was the first movie I ever saw in the theater. It's like it it basically it made me a filmmaker. Like it is my life's dream to make an, an alien like a proper alien three. You know? Really? Yeah, that that's was your it. that's your that's that's wait. You're talking about Neil? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For a second I thought you were talking about yourself. Like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's his that's his quote. I do love mm-hmm. aliens quite a lot though. Like <laughs> your dream to make a proper aliens three i'm like wow i've never seen this i mean fuck yeah why not (laughs) you trying to one up you trying to one up fincher (laughs) oh man but he hates them he said that he'd rather have colon cancer than than, than, than do another movie not another aliens movie like he almost quit filmmaking oh my goodness see that's Um, why hollywood scares me yeah seriously it break it breaks motherfuckers Except, uh, except James Cameron. That seems to be he, he's the only one that took Hollywood by the balls. It seems. So I'm trying to think of like is, there's a podcast I listened to called uh, Blockbuster, and it was basically a, it's like a, a radio drama almost. It's really cool, and uh-huh. it like talks about his career, like from like like before he started making films, he was like a bus driver making like four dollars an hour. I guess in, in the in the 70s, I guess because <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe that was minimum wage. Um, but yeah, and like it's like. It's really cool, like it, like just how like he, uh, you know, his journey from like rags to riches was like, it, it like there was even like Titanic was like, like people thought it was gonna be a big failure. It didn't do it well at the box office at the beginning too, and like, yeah, James Cameron's that's, cool guy. That's crazy. Didn't do well at the beginning. Apparently not. No, like the first like like th- three or four weeks, it was like number like three or four or something like that and it really like, needed that word of mouth it's yeah honestly that got it's that's wild. what did it they started like selling pieces of the set that's like scrapped to try to make up uh like the money mm-hmm. and <laughs> james cameron's just sweating sweating <laughs> bullets <laughs> yeah oh man those first couple of weeks yeah uh, do but- you think we're stepping into into a little bit of like danger territory with oh with, with the monopolization these, yeah with these acquisitions that have been going on oh. yeah <laughs> like now amazon <laughs> has control over a movie studio you yeah well i mean amazon studios has been a thing for a while i guess yeah but like it's never had this big of a stake in the film industry yeah. you know like this is like like excuse i don't know how I don't know how the the rights to James Bond would work. Like, I don't know if they could just do their own series for Chits and Giggles, or like, I don't know how the shit goes with the broccolis. I don't know. So, so like, yeah, I'll have to wait and see about that, I guess. But like, yeah, like I initially with with um, Disney, I was like, yeah, by Fox, we could have the X Men and the event <laughs> together. But like, like everybody, yeah, yeah, but like, 
I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's good. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. I just it feels like it's something that could continue to happen. Like Disney might buy something else. Netflix might buy a, a movie studio. Uh, you know, Amazon might buy another one. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, when, so, look, when, I guess when, when, when does it when does it stop? I guess it'd be like in terms of movies, it'd be those three. Yeah, it'd be like Disney, Amazon, uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Those are all the those are the biggest streaming services right now, right? I would say so. I think so. Probably. Yeah. Goddamn. I, I, I even. Like everything is like that, right? Like isn't like food and stuff. Like isn't everything owned by like, or even like soft drinks is either just Coke or Pepsi. Like regardless, mm-hmm. everything's owned by the, the same companies. Like mm-hmm. it's just yeah, it's just I guess now that it's affecting the entertainment industry, it's a little more at the forefront. Yeah, yeah. I I, like, I don't know because you always hear like how um how people are saying how the the movie industry is like gonna die out to streaming services and that's all it's gonna be now it's just everything's gonna be put on these streaming services so it's like when you see things like this amazon buying a whole you know movie studio especially one as big as mgm it's like oh shit yeah yeah i don't i don't know what it means like i'm unfortunately i'm I, I wish it was more of an expert on like how. I, I, the... I guess I doubt they would just. It's not like they bought MGM and they're like, okay, for now on, every movie that you were gonna make, <laughs> we're gonna put that on our streaming service exclusively. You know, like I'm sure they're still gonna put movies out in theaters, but. Oh yeah, yeah. Like do when both. do they be like, you know what? Screw movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what. That's what everyone kind of did with uh or at least that's what um uh, okay warner brothers that's another big one uh that's what they did with um hbo max and like in the a lot of the movies this year and mm-hmm. there was a lot of out like nobody liked it and like nobody mm-hmm. thought it was a good decision mm-hmm. and and they've gone back on a lot of like dune is getting an exclusive theater release now you know yeah. so like that's i good. don't like because there's people who are who are fighting for theaters still right so that's that's yeah, what's seriously. like you know, that's what's um, keeping hope alive. It's just people like Nolan out there <laughs> getting angry. <laughs> yeah, people like us too. Like, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go to a few movies this week. There's, there's a few out. Like, we got we got some hot stuff to talk about. But you know how how business works. You know how Hollywood works. They go wherever the money is. So yeah, goddamn. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't trust this big business, man. I don't. The big I, pharma. We don't yeah, like it. Yeah. I feel like Hollywood is too much of a business. It's too much of a business, man. Well, like if I don't know if, yeah, I wish there was more of a, like I want a streaming platform of like just indie movies, like like low budget. Like I want to support like smaller filmmakers in some some sort of way. Like yeah. I know this. It's all like Why yeah, don't like, they have that. I mean, like you can you can search for it all and like you know mm. go on Patreons and like Kickstarter and stuff like that. But like, yeah, have a yeah have a um, I guess a, yeah. How sustainable like that. would that be? I yeah I don't know. <laughs> Just it, all indie movies. Yeah, it had to be pretty cheap. I guess it's almost yeah you know like you get like when you go to get a haircut and uh you know the like from a from a hairstylist like student or something like that. And it's a free haircut like mm-hmm. you know. Might be a crappy haircut, but it's free, you know. Like, 
yeah. might might have some garbage movies on here, but <laughs> but they're they're students, you know, and like yeah, it's super cheap. Okay, that's not a bad idea. We gotta get this going. Is what I'm thinking. Doesn't seem like one, anyways. The Red Rebel <laughs> streaming service. Do you want to curate these films? Because I sure as hell don't. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got a taste of that, like being a part of a film festival. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why are people? The but this would be film? much worse because the movies we'd be watching would be feature length. So. <laughs> okay, all right, maybe. But there's lots of sites that feature short films and stuff too, so that's not new. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, good, <laughs> good luck to Jeff Bezos and Amazon. <laughs> we wish you all the best. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess there's there's three movies that are fairly new that I you didn't see Mortal Kombat though at all. You don't no. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna watch it. Okay, good. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> okay, okay, we got like I'll, I'll I'll breeze over that one. We we got a couple more as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I uh, okay. Let me preface this by saying that like I I worked you know an eight hour shift. That day, I got a, probably got up at six in the morning, like worked, had supper, did all that stuff. And then at like nine o'clock, my boss at the theater was like, hey, like the theater still shut down here. Um, well, uh, that changed on Sunday. Um, but he's like, hey, uh, we, we bootlegged Mortal Kombat. We're going to play at the theater like midnight. Come on down. And I was like, oh, damn it. I don't think I'm going to make it through this movie. I'm just so tired. And it's, it's like nine o'clock. Yeah. But like whatever i'm gonna go and like hang with the homies and whatever happens happens so um yeah so i went and i i made it maybe 30 minutes that's being generous 30 minutes in and and i gave up i was like i i I don't care and i i I swear to god i i I fell asleep and i woke up at the last 30 minutes like i I don't know how long just, the movie was. Just picked up when you left off. I didn't miss a thing. <laughs> I swear to God, I knew everything that was happening. Like I understand. <laughs> it was like you were awake for the whole thing, anyway. Oh yeah, but I was able to clock out for a chunk yeah. of it. So. <laughs> that's that's the review that you need. That's all you need to hear right there. Honestly, yeah, it was like what you're in for the movie. If I paid for it, I'd be upset. I'm glad we bootlegged it. <laughs> you can literally get up, walk away for an hour, and come back, and you're good. <laughs> I, I I never want to support bootlegging movies, but like this is not the kind of movie we should be supporting financially <laughs> at all. Oh wow! Yeah, like do, do you know anything about Mortal Kombat? Like, are you like a fan? Like, have you played the, any of the games? Are you a fan at all? Uh, I think I had the game back on PlayStation 1. Oh, wow. Oh, gee. I think that was Mortal Kombat. Maybe it was one of those other fighting games. Uh, there's lots. Um... Yeah, there's lots. <laughs> so, well, let's just say it was Mortal Kombat. That would be, like, the only exposure I really had to it, so... Um, yeah, I played it on, uh, the Super Nintendo, actually. Like, mm-hmm. my, my, my Nana had a, had a SNES, and I played Mortal Kombat, and my aunt, uh, got mad at me and my cousin for playing it, because it was too gory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty violent. Yeah, yeah, like, now it's, now it's not, but at the time, like, 
I don't know when that would have been, like 2003 or four. It was like, hey, those damn video games rot in your brain. Um, I, I just wish I was from that era where, like, you go to an arcade with your friends and you guys just game out all day on a on those machines and play some Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, I. I I didn't really grow up in that era either, so I can't attest too highly to it. Mm. But yeah, it would have been cool, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I went to, <laughs> I went to a Rutgers when there was I went there a few times when yeah. there was one here. Um, did you ever go to Rutgers? Yeah, I remember that place. Dance, yeah. dance, revolution, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're still the you're still the Regina uh, champ, right? Like you're still. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Your high <laughs> sure. score is still sure. at, at the um, at the desolate Rutgers building. It's not even a thing. I bet they tore it down. I don't even remember where it was. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I yeah, I'm not a Mortal Kombat fan by any means. Like I've played it a little bit, but like mm-hmm. like not enough to say that I've ever really enjoyed <laughs> enjoyed it a whole bunch. So like I knew a lot of the characters that were in the movie like i kind of like i i got what was going on but like damn i don't know it was just oh it moved so fast and the the dialogue was just atrocious like people people were not talking like people like i don't know like a like a 12 year old wrote this script like i yeah. <laughs> oh it's, my god like, i don't get it how movies like that get made <laughs> Like I, I don't either because there, like it all goes down to the script. Like it looks okay. Like it's really gory. You know, they really try to sell, like, you know, the the, the cartoonish mm. violence of Mortal Kombat, and they they do it like quite well in some spots. Like there's there's one there's one move this dude does where he like throws his. I guess his hat is kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like odd jobs hat and you know, gold finger. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't bring that up. <laughs> no way. I got all these, I got all these James Bond references in my back pocket. I can finally whip them out. Somebody that, finally that get goofy shit. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. No. Like it doesn't even go like through. Remember he throws out that statue and it yeah. just kind of hits it. And then the statue all of a sudden <laughs> chopped it up. Yeah. Yep, I remember. <laughs> oh God. I'm like, what the oh. fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, this dude's got this hat, but like it's, it spins really fast and it's like got like blades on it and he puts yeah. it in the sand and it almost makes it kind of like a, makes it look like a, like a motor kind of thing and it's just spinning in the sand and then yeah. he like pushes this 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 girl through it like a like a buzz saw and it cuts her straight down the middle and like you see the inside of her like skull and like her brains and like her like Damn. it's like it's very detailed like so <laughs> someone spent a lot of time like animating that in in, in yeah. CG and it looked it looked really good and I was like, all right, okay, that's cool. Like, they really went all for that. But, like, damn, like, I just, I really, I didn't like anything about anything that was going on in the movie. Like, it, it was just, it was so, it moved so fast. Like, the main character was so boring. And characters just pop up out of nowhere. Like, it's not explained. Like, 
scorpion <laughs> okay i'll just i'll explain like scorpion's arc and this will explain like how the movie goes at the beginning scorpion uh his wife and son are killed by uh sub-zero and then uh but that he has like a child that is left to sur- the survive so his family like dynasty continues but that's what scorpion was trying to eradicate so mm-hmm. like this dude named Cole Young is like a surviving member of Scorpion's like lineage, and near the end, uh, uh, Sub Zero is trying to kill this dude, Cole Young, and then Scorpion shows up out of nowhere. You see him at the beginning and at yeah. the end. Like you see him in the last scene, like the last fight scene, and he he pops up. Wow! I I and- watched the first. What was it? They released like the first ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah, the movie I watched that on YouTube. Okay, yeah, so, so you get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that was one part where he showed up, and then he doesn't show up again until the end. Until the end, and then he said, "I've I've come back from hell to kill you." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did he go to hell? <laughs> I, I, when when he di- I guess when Scorpion or no, when Sub Zero killed him, he like it evaporated and or something. He teleported into hell. Oh. And then, wait, so they fought and then Scorpion or Sub Zero killed him? Yeah, yeah. Well, kind mm. of. I don't. I don't really know. <laughs> at the, at the, like, and that was at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he shows up at the end, and that's the only explanation. Like he's he <laughs> just says, "I've come back from hell to kill you," <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, then they fight. And I don't even think the fighting was very good in the movie either. Like it was, <laughs> it was really choppy. It was like it just God. It was so cheap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a, a, bo- a dull affair. Like it was, it was weird. So yeah, don't waste your time. And wasn't planning on it. <laughs> no, and there isn't even a Mortal Kombat in it as well. Like the whole movie is about everyone preparing for Mortal Kombat, like the tournament. Yeah. So it doesn't even happen in the yeah, movie. Of course, they're setting up like you know the Mortal Kombat cinematic universe. That's what, that's the sequels. <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing. Like they're they're totally banking on like. Uh, an MKCU. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, but this next one, we have better, much better things to say about. Uh, you, did you watch Nobody yeah. at Home? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, cool, cool. In the comfort of my own home. I won't div- divulge how I watched it. <laughs> I did watch it at home, yes. Um, uh, yeah, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um my yeah. sister recommended it to me actually oh she, really okay she like messaged me and was like have you seen nobody or she said like you should watch nobody and i'm like okay i kind of put it off for a little bit and then she messaged me again she's like have you seen it and i'm like okay if it's that good <laughs> according to you oh no i will watch it and i put it on wasn't expecting it to be like amazing because i knew what i was kind of getting myself into <laughs> and it was it was surprisingly good though like it wasn't as it wasn't bad it wasn't it wasn't like meh it was like a good time i was entertained i had fun honestly man that's that's so awesome to hear like i was like i was nervous when i saw when you when you when you posted in your story i was like oh no i really enjoyed nobody i don't want to hear shit on it (laughs) well like that's the here's the thing like people compare it to john wick right yeah yeah i watched john wick 
and I didn't like John Wick, and I thought it was <laughs> overhyped and overrated. But I watched this, and yeah, it's very similar to John Wick, but I actually had fun with this one where I didn't have any fun with John Wick. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I will say I understand not enjoying John Wick after the hype because I mm. got in, like, it was, for me, it was a sleeper hit. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, how, how you enjoyed... Um, uh a quiet place like yeah. i was like i yeah i was like oh cool like keanu reeves like action movie why the fuck wouldn't i see that and my dad and i went and mm. like that first shootout in his house like i yeah. i just had never seen i never seen an action scene like that before like it looked and felt so different than anything else yeah that, I, I totally get that right and it was so fresh and i didn't expect that to happen i was like wow holy shit mm-hmm. So like that's why I, that's why I've been around since day one. But so many people have been like, "Yo, man, like this movie suck." And I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah. So like you went in, you didn't know what to expect, and then like I went into it. I'm like, "Okay, it's Keanu Reeves, and he's doing all this badass gun shit, and he's killing people, and like this is gonna be awesome." And then I watched it, and it's like, "Yeah, the fight scenes were cool, but it was really like the story, <laughs> and like <laughs> the like I didn't." think was any good and that's what took me out of it but yeah it's it's cheesy it's actually like mm-hmm. in, in hindsight it's cheesy yeah because like but... for for me it's like praise the action scenes all you want i just don't like that will never be enough for me to call a movie and say say it's good say it's a good movie you know you have to like hit check all the other check boxes like yeah, okay, you you have great action scenes. What else do you offer? That's it. <laughs> I I really I really think that the the lore and the world building around this assassin underground, mm-hmm. like I really think a lot of it's creative. I don't know. Like I I like yeah. I, the coin system and like how like everybody's got like so I don't know. I guess everybody's an assassin. Like every every person in New York has guns like all the time. I don't know. <laughs> like, but like I like that there is like you know there's rules. There's like there's like uh in the last movie there's like uh um kind of like a supreme court of like assassins <laughs> and. I don't know. Like I, I just yeah. It's I, like it's something you can have fun with for sure. Yeah, I like that that there is room to play around in this world. It's not just like man on a mission. Like it is mm-hmm. like oh, there's like he has to kind of navigate this world, and you navigate it with John Wick. You know, like mm-hmm. and that's why I and, and I didn't expect to get taken on a journey like that. Yeah. Um. So like but, yeah, but I guess I guess for in the case of nobody, why I found it to be more entertaining was i guess i liked the story better um i liked the fact that you have uh doc from back to the future (laughs) in the movie (laughs) mowing down russians with a fucking shotgun like how old is this son of a bitch i'm looking looking very old i'm pretty sure Man, uh, like I, I couldn't believe how much fun I had watching him mow yeah. down dudes with a double barrel shotgun. Like, when did you think you would ever see that, man? In a movie I, I, and make it look fun. Yeah. Like, Bob Odenkirk is great. Love him as Sal. Um, oh yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, love him in in this too. He's. he's I didn't great. even oh. feel. I didn't even feel like Saul in this. Like I felt like he. He totally um like he trained for 
two years on this movie. Like oh, that, that's wow. what he, that's what he said in interviews. Like he like wow. weapons training. He like gotten wicked shape. You know, he's just doing fucking mm. chin ups the whole movie. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And it's like I, I said, Sal. That's Saul. You, you, you my bad. I'm not. Saul. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna correct you like that. <laughs> no, no. I gotta say the name right. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that uh, Sal is that fat guy from Impractical uh, pra- Joke. <laughs> He's the guy on the podcast. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Actually, I totally forgot. Yeah. Um. Hey Jimmy, tell him that you got a big ball sack. <laughs> like he's talking, he's talking in the microphone. <laughs> Did you ever see the one where he goes into a buffet and he's taking food off people's plates? No, I, I've never. I swear to God, I've never watched a sketch from this from this whole entire show. But I know exactly what I know exactly what it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> tell him, um, tell him you want the salami on your sandwich, not the pastrami. <laughs> Don't freak out. <laughs> I'm glad you do the New York accent with it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know if that's what he sounds like. <laughs> just what I see that motherfucker's face. That's, I mean, that's how like all New Yorkers sound. <laughs> So all... you're, you're pretty close. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, like, um, I don't know, like, I, I didn't think that, um, yeah, like, uh, like the story was, it was good in Nobody, like, and I liked his character arc too, but like, I mm-hmm. did feel like I was like, I, yeah, I, I get what's, like, yeah, I, I already had the whole movie figured out, and you know, kind of going. Like yeah. once it started, and yeah, I don't know. Like so, it didn't like it didn't wow me in like how everything was paced out. It actually kind of when it got to the final like uh, shootout scene, I was like, oh shit! Like this is the finale. I guess I didn't even realize. I was like, wow, this is this is almost over. Mm. Um, but man, that the action like supersedes all that. Like it is just yeah. a stupid amount of fun. Yeah. Oh my god! The fucking the fight on the bus. Just Holy keeps going shit! And going and going. <laughs> I love it. I love fight scenes like that. I couldn't believe it. He 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 goes out the window, and was like, he's going back in for more. <laughs> yeah, and the way it's paced out though is fantastic because it's like Holy he gets shit. thrown out the window. You see him all hurt, and he struggles to get up, and then he walks back in. He takes his time. And you're like, oh shit, <laughs> he's going back for round two. <laughs> and he's like, oh man, just how he's like, how he's like preparing for stuff, you know, like that kid's getting the like the the gun ready, and he's mm. just like, he's just grabbing the that like rod off of the handle, and mm. he's like, oh my god, he's gonna beat the shit out of this kid, with that thing, you know, <laughs> or he's like wrapping the like the seatbelt around his hand or something, you know, yeah. like he's just like, he's yeah. just kind of going like. He's just improvising. The way he he like fucked up the uh, the one guy. They're Russian, right? Yes. The, like the yes. Russian kid, he fucked up his throat. And he couldn't breathe. And you see, oh, he, put yeah. a, he put the he put the straw. In oh my god! <laughs> that, I I totally forgot about that. Holy shit! And I like that. What I always liked about John Wick too is that like he gets fucked up a lot. You know, like he's not mm-hmm. like 
like what I don't really find interesting at all about Arnold Schwarzenegger in movies is that he just walks around mowing down guys. You know, it's, it's uneasy. Can't be touched. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, with John Wick, like you can kind of see like, oh, this is a real man in a, like a hyper realistic world, and like he's just skilled, you know. But like he's not immortal, and like with this one, it like takes it to another level where it's like he is just he's failing upwards, you know. Like he's just like how is this guy alive most of the time it's just from sheer will like he's just like so (laughs) driven and so like he's like i he's like i don't care like what it takes how long it takes i'm gonna fuck up every single dude on this bus like he was not awesome oh my god and it's fun and it's fun Mm -hmm. because he's he's a likable guy yeah like he's not he's not like He's badass, but he's not badass to the point where, like, these guys can't even, you know, get a hit on him. Like, he's just <laughs> running through them like nothing. Like, yeah, he's no, fucking... they're they're hitting him. He's getting, he's taking some some heavy blows, you know. So, and I think like yeah, they play the age really well into that too, because maybe he wouldn't have got beaten up as bad as he did like mm-hmm. yeah. twenty years ago, yeah. but like. He's, you know, like I don't know. I, I like the idea that he's like I, I, I still got it. You know, he, 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 yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't done it in so long either. You know, yeah, like, he, and he buries something inside of himself, and then he mm-hmm. brings it out, and then he's like stronger than ever before. You know, he has like a, an emotional arc. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. And I just think that the villain is just boring. Like he's just one <laughs> note. I don't. Oh my god, this guy. He's just like the villain in John Wick to me. Exactly. He's, like, <laughs> he's, he's they're like the same person, <laughs> except he's somehow he's less interesting because he's so like. Yeah, I don't know. I I I thought the villain in John Wick was a little better, especially like uh, except that scene at the end of the first John Wick where John Wick almost loses that fight to that old man. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. Yeah. Are they like fighting on some kind of like? pure or something it starts raining out of nowhere (laughs) and he's like no more guns and he's like no more guns i was like i just shoot him like come on like like, and it wasn't a very good fight either so i'm like come on man like (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but no i think uh yeah i think like uh christopher lloyd's awesome Uh, rizza is so funny in this like Remember that bit where he fucking where he shoots those three guys in a row with one bullet? Oh, that was sick. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. And like this like, is some Call of Duty shit. He's got that collateral right there. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it's just like the movie just it doesn't waste your time. It's just kind of it's fast and it's like you know what you mm-hmm. just want to like it doesn't really matter that like who cares about the physics to anything that happens yeah. in the last like, yeah, no, 20 you minutes of the movie? Like, no, you're definitely not judging it like that when you watch a movie like this. No way. It's like, do you want to see him just shoot a dude over his mm-hmm. shoulder with like a 50 caliber sniper rifle? You know, you mm-hmm. want to see him like pull a gun out of a cereal box and like, oh, I love that one yeah. bit where he, sp- where he like shoots a guy and then he like spins around and shoots the other guy like, like behind <laughs> him. And like, yeah, like you know, you're not really you're not counting the bullets like John Wick, but like they're also like, you know, they run out of ammo at some point, and yeah, like I don't just like you know like these high art movies. Like I can like a a, a bad movie or like a mediocre movie type of thing if it entertains me. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know if it hits the right beats with me, then yeah, like I've 
I still like the freaking uh, Transformers movies. <laughs> Those are terrible. Oh man, <laughs> I was I was on that train too until uh, the fifth one, the last night. Oh yeah, like oh, I cut God. off by like number three. Oh, that, <laughs> and then I'm done. That was I was like it was that was two and a half hours of anger that I, <laughs> I was like this is a waste of my time. Um, Bumblebee was okay, but it was basically it was ET, but but Bumblebee it was the, it was the exact same movie. Look, <laughs> I I was watching trying to watch it on the plane to L.A. I turned it off. <laughs> The opening is so cool. The opening, of, remember when they're on Cybertron? Yeah, oh shit. that was yeah, so. I wanted the whole was, movie to be good. that. Oh yeah. my god! Like, <laughs> don't take me away from this. This is exactly what I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, and then it, and then he goes to Earth, and it's just like, oh, oh damn it! I gotta roll. Watch I gotta watch this girl go to high school and shit. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. I gotta watch this 25-year-old John Cena in this campy-ass role that he's playing. Oh, <laughs> like, God. That's when I decided, I saw that movie and I was like, wow, John Cena's not a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, so uh, uh, nobody, a uh, good time overall. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a masterpiece, but it's not no, trying to be. That's it's not what trying I to be. It, it, and it was, bonus points. It was shot in Winnipeg. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Cool. Oh my you god. You didn't know that? That's why it looks so cold the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was shot in Winnipeg. That's cool as fuck. Oh my god. What? Man, Could have I... been Saskatchewan, <laughs> but no. Man, we... but no tax credit. I would have, I, man. We should have, we should have gone to Manitoba and been on that set. Fuck. So yeah. I, well, I had no idea that. It was yeah, I know. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> either. We need to learn about this shit. <laughs> Even so, like Manitoba, Winnipeg. What is that? Six hours away. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's still just for a job. <laughs> but like, but like, I don't know that movie. You'd be like, oh, I was uh, like, you have a special connection to to mm-hmm. nobody, you know? Yeah. Like. I don't know. At least that's what I think of. You could, you could potentially meet Bobber Odenkirk. Pretend I could have met Doc. You could have. Oh. You son of a bitch. You thought oh. I was at a big deal. Oh, I'm just not. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go work on this movie. Said, so who cares? Fuck. And then and then Doc Brown and Ridley show up. Fuck. Did you did, did you see that after credits scene with the two of those in like two yeah. of those in a van? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? that that's the buddy cop movie I want to see? I want to see that <laughs> one. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, I hope they make a sequel. They can't just tease that and not do oh, another man. one, right? I really, no, I really hope so. Can. Of course they can. <laughs> Either that or 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 even just I don't know. It could the uh, they could do another movie like that. Doesn't it be a sequel? Do something a, a totally different take. I don't know or. Yeah, take the take the second one in a in a, like a really weird direction, you know, like maybe like yeah, put it uh-huh. in. They're just gonna John Wick it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I I just heard too that like the the writer, you know, the the kind of kind of the creator of John Wick, like uh, the guy who wrote the first three movies, uh, he got fired. He's not working on four and five, so I don't know. Yeah. He wrote, yeah, that the guy who wrote John Wick's the guy who wrote Nobody, right? Is it the same guy? I think so. I I know that David Leach, like he was one of the, he was co-director on the on the first John Wick, and he's done like um, Deadpool two and Atomic Blonde and uh, Hobbs and Shaw. He, um, he was a producer on Nobody. Um, huh. 
I think that's the connection. Maybe, to, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe that was the connection. Maybe not the writer. Let me check. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at it too. Um, oh yeah, Michael uh, Nick Vist. Um, yeah, he uh, he's in a, a bunch of things. Oh wait, no, no, wait, what the fuck? Yep, uh, he, oh, stars. Writer. Um, oh, Derek Colstead. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, Derek Colstead. He did. He wrote oh, John he Wick did three oh, and John that? Wick, the first one. Oh, what the hell? He's writing. He's writing Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, really? Oh man, did did you watch Falcon Winter Soldier? No, I didn't. I I didn't either. I'm not touching any no, more man. MCU stuff. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so over that shit. Man. I don't care about the new Spider Man movie either. <laughs> I don't care. Oh yeah, I really want to be, but I just don't feel like. I don't. know. I'm nervous. It, it might just. I, I wish someone more interesting than John Watts was doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'll just. I'll get a. I don't know. Un- unless uh, yeah, unless seeing Tobey Maguire on screen again will make me cry. I I, I hope so. I I hope I hope it makes. If the movie doesn't make me cry, I'll be upset. Yeah, I guess I'll just like wait until somebody uploads a bootleg version of the scene where Toby Maguire shows up. <laughs> Watch that on YouTube. <laughs> Just to see what that's all about. Holy shit, man. No, I, I want to get into a movie theater and I want to I want to cry. <laughs> oh, it's so hot out here. I need a deck to smoke my cigars. Wait a minute, Arnold, what are you doing? I'm going to build a deck with my two hands because they're so big. Wait a minute, Arnold, you can't just start digging. You always get a line locate. Because if you hit a pipeline, that's costly and dangerous. Always plan ahead. Get a line locate for any digging projects this summer. Like if you happen to be building a deck like Arnie over here. <laughs> Visit clickbeforeyoudig.com to request your free line locate today. Okay, so the last uh, feature-length film of the week that uh, we have a, a spotlight on is uh, the highly revered um, instant classic, <laughs> Zachary Snyder's Army of the Dead. Um, oh, yeah. You know we're Zack Snyder fans. We gonna love this movie. Uh, at what point did you turn it off? <laughs> um, I, I, twenty minutes. Ooh, Ooh that's rough. I think about uh, I, the last thing I remember seeing was was like the group of them together. And I think it was like Dave Bautista's daughter in the movie like punches that other chick. Oh yeah, yeah, you know that part. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I got up to there, and then it's just <laughs> that was a, that was a little farther in. You might have been. Like it was farther. Maybe I think hour? so. I feel like yeah, maybe. Um, okay. Yeah, I I'm like I have no interest in scenes where like somebody gets mad and punches another character and you know like exactly how that scene plays out mm-hmm. like that's happened in like every movie <laughs> and and it's always they try to just build you know it's like automatic tension a punch got thrown yeah like, wow why am i supposed to, you, am I supposed yeah, to care? You bring a, a group of misfits together and then you know they butt heads and then they got all learn to work together you know we yeah we've seen it before None of that happens in this movie, though. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, yeah. So, what made you, what made you turn it? Like, what was the last straw for you, for you? I don't like. I don't even think it was like a last straw type of thing. It was just like 
from the very beginning to that point of like nothing about this movie is is hooky me. Like the acting I thought was bad from like no. everybody. No, <laughs> like, oh no. I don't think anybody was good acting wise. Um the 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 sort of I guess look or like quality of it. Like I, I told you I felt like it was very like T V ish. More than, mm. it was like this is not cinematic in the way that I'm used to from Zach, you know? Like, sure, you might have your like your cool shots and everything, but it doesn't look cinematic. <laughs> well, if you had to guess the budget on this movie, what would you say? What would you say it would be? You told me the budget, so did I? Oh shit! Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it like ninety million or something like that? Yeah, yeah, some some around that. Netflix doesn't doesn't always like give an exact number, but mm-hmm. yeah, probably starting would have been ninety, and I re- yeah I I. I realized that like, I guess, I guess that's cheap for a movie of this size, but like mm. I got the, I was like, like the off feeling about the movie that I felt. I was like, Oh yeah. I think it's because it's not as expensive as his other movies. Right. Like, I, I guess, I, but like, he, uh, David Fincher did mank with Netflix and that looked cinematic as fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't think it's, I don't think like Netflix and their maybe limited budget would be an excuse for not having it look good. I guess like the 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 scope of the of the two movies is different, you know. Like I guess like having like yeah, Mank really, you know, they would have really gone out all out on the cinematography. Like I guess yeah, would they build a bunch of sets and stuff too? Maybe it was just more like set decoration and costume and stuff like that. That's probably where a lot mm-hmm. of the money went and the big name stars too. Mm-hmm. But like. I don't know, like having like a, you know, like a huge like wasteland that is like mimicking a real city and like tons of makeup, <laughs> tons of CG. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like it maybe could have even used another $50 million. I bet, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, because and, and like, oh, what was I going to say? I, I like at times I felt like hmm, this would actually this wouldn't be bad as if it was an actual TV show instead of a movie. Like I'm like the, the the vibes I'm getting here like this could be like a cool little zombie TV show that's like it's like The Walking Dead but it doesn't take itself seriously like The Walking Dead does and it's more you know yeah, fun. Yeah. So in that way and I'm like. This movie's not but, fun. It, but... <laughs> it, it's too damn long. It's way too long. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not interested in, in like, okay, I wanted a, a four hour Justice League because we mm-hmm. got robbed of a, you know, like, don't, yeah. we got, already got robbed of a Justice League, okay? Like, don't hide anything mm-hmm. from us. Shows everything. Yeah. Like, and, like, with, with Justice League, I wouldn't really, like, maybe outside of, like, a few scenes, you know, you wouldn't really say, like, like stuff in it doesn't need to be there and he, he should have been cut out is like a lot of that's like was character development that we really needed to see mm-hmm. you know to give a shit about these characters in the story but with army of the dead it's probably not the same case not at all oh my god it's just oh, so much of it drags out it's so melodramatic it is just like there's yeah. there, again there's so many slow-mo scenes and i i don't like 
the cinematography for chunks of it. Like it's it's cool that Zach like wanted to just do like everything, you know, write, direct, and do cinematography for the film, but it really shows. Like (laughs) it's not bad. Like it, like not the shots on their own. Like obviously they look fantastic. Yeah, like Zach has a good eye, but he he does. But it it's a lot better when he's working (laughs) with other people. (laughs) Oh man, because I realized. Um, before I started watching it, like, and I said, I think I said to you, I was like, "Oh man, is this whole movie gonna look like that bridge scene yeah. on on at the end of Justice League?" Yeah. And it, and it, it mo- for the most part, it was constantly like dipping it, in and out of focus. Oh, oh <laughs> man, and and a lot of it's just it wasn't necessary. Like, no. I guess, so yeah, like for flashback scenes and like there was some really there was some good dramatic like really dramatic scenes like um like near the end. That I was like, all right, you can you can keep this around, or even, yeah, there's there's a good, um, there's an a really good, uh, intense scene where they have to go through like a maze of zombies, like they're all mm. sleeping, and they kind of have to like weave in and out of them, and it's really claustrophobic, and the cinematography works really well there, right? Because you know it's shallow focus, and it's like you feel like you're tight in on the space, like with with the mm. characters. Yeah, that would work. I really liked it when it was that flashback scene of uh dave bautista and like i think his wife turned into a zombie yeah like yeah banging on the door uh-huh, I like uh-huh. i was like this is cool because it's like a memory and it's like yeah some parts are fuzzy and not that clear you know so the dipping in and out of focus works really well here but, like well yeah it, it elicits a mood you know and if you use it sparingly when it's unmotivated then it just doesn't work. It's just annoying. It's oh. just it's just weird, you know. It's and like it's, and it's just constant. It's like just Zach, like, I I know you think it looks cool, but <laughs> looking cool is not enough, you know. No. Like, like I there were scenes where like people were just having a conversation, and I was like, wow, I wish this looked different. Like I was literally like imagining in my head like how I would want it to look like differently, mm-hmm. and and I'm like I'm like man like. Is that is the cinematography good then if I'm like imagining it to be something <laughs> different? Like it was very yeah. like to me, like like yeah, I, I said Zach did a good job with the cinematography, but it was also sort of like average ish. Yeah. You know, like if he's no freaking like Roger Deacons here with, it, <laughs> with the camera or anything so so like even yeah even though he did a, a good job like it was just it's it's not what it it could have been you know and in they're also supposed to be in like this large sprawling wasteland as well and you don't get any of that scope if you're just like half if you're six inches away from an actor's face all mm-hmm. the time like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, he he really. Yeah, that's a good point. He really <laughs> is close in on people a lot huh? <laughs> on everything. Yeah, yeah. I um, what I did like though is that there is some great action sequences. Like I like the one I mentioned with um, like it starts with like this claustrophobic scene where they're trying to weave, weave into these zombies, and then it goes bad, and then there's like a really cool. Like John Wick, like this this girl is just tearing down zombies. She's just stabbing him in the head, and like she'll like 
stab one and like shoot another one beside her and then shoot the one that she stabbed originally and you know it's mm-hmm. like it's really well choreographed and like it looks good and and they're just like sequences like that are just few and far between there's just people talking and they're like mm-hmm. threatening each other and, and I, I don't <laughs> i don't i don't like i didn't like any of the characters yeah like that one guy really turned me off the movie uh he he's like the the the, the the security guard like he was like the weirdo of the group i guess or like the the little weakling of the the group double or the the little mustache guy that was like sexually assaulting all those girls i don't i don't know i can't (laughs) sure maybe (laughs) probably thinking of the same guy or or or, he's the um, guy in the trailer he had like the bat you know when it does that like group shot oh yeah he's the the one holding the the bat the blonde german dude yeah dieter (laughs) that's his name that's his name man (laughs) fuck you dieter (laughs) oh yeah no okay we're not talking about the same guy that guy was annoying oh Um, i hate he so cringy none of his shit was funny at all i i didn't like him (laughs) and like i just i didn't like how every character was so one note but like i don't feel like it's their fault i don't feel like they had a whole lot to work with because i really like dave batista in this movie like i think i don't know i think of all the wrestlers turned actors he's definitely my favorite because i just like the guy yeah and he just doesn't have a whole lot to do but he's just he's given it 100 percent. so like and i Mm. I feel like I, i can understand that i'm sure he was like so happy to have a starring role in a movie like this you know hell yeah he turned he, he, the... he hasn't he hasn't had a starring role in a, in any movie right um, like this would be his first like a, one a my spy like a, like a leading movie. role <laughs> oh my spy yeah i <laughs> don't know if that counts i forgot um, about that one <laughs> uh he actually i i read that he turned on a role in uh the suicide squad like james mm-hmm. gunn like for this movie mm-hmm, yeah and probably a lot more money. I, th- I think he, yeah, I think he got a, it was just a better. He got option. a lot more money for Army of the Dead. I would, yeah. that, no, that, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, he got a bigger role and a lot more money. So why yeah. wouldn't you dig it? Um, yeah, but, like a role like this is definitely a lot better for your career, you know? So you're not oh, just yeah. constantly being cast as a side character. <laughs> yeah, why not? And he's, and he's, he's a good action guy in this too. Like, you can tell, like, there's, there's a bit where they're running through a casino and he's just, Man, this guy's just popping zombies in the head, and he's running, he's mm-hmm. rolling. I watched the I watched the casino scene on YouTube. I was like, "This is awesome!" The way it's, he's just mowing down zombies. Seriously, <laughs> like stuff like that. Like I'm like, it, like they're few and far between, though. But like, there mm. are moments where I'm like, "This is so much fun!" And like, there's a lot of great, you know. I, I like the concept. You know, I like I like the zombie hierarchy. I like. I like uh, the you know the, you know the whole virus being locked into one city and they have to go in like and even just the heist too like the, that concept like a heist in a zombie apocalypse like mm. I don't know like there is so much to like in this but it's bogged down by so much melodrama it's way too heavy we didn't need this movie to be this long and this heavy like that's my main problem with it nice. Oh, I'll just agree with you. That was I watched <laughs> thirty minutes of the movie, but I completely no. back what you say. You you agree with me hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah, and like there's just dumb this like I, you know, I like I'm tired of zombie movies where characters are just making really dumb decisions or there's like logical inconsistencies. Like 
the amount of time that it takes for someone to turn into a zombie mm. just varies all over the place. Sometimes yeah. it's minutes, sometimes it's hours or days, it seems. Yeah. Like I oh man, I don't I don't understand like that is you, a problem in, yeah, in yeah. movies, it seems. Or even just like how like characters survive sometimes too. You're like, that guy should be dead. Like, why is like <laughs> none of this makes any sense? And I don't know. Like I I, yeah, I feel like it's waste, wasted potential, I guess, in, in a bunch of different ways. Um, or, yeah, or even just, like, you know, like, uh, the, yeah, like, the little German guy we were just talking about. Like, mm. he just, like, he, he literally wore, like, suspenders, and he was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we have to find a safe. And, like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, and then he, but, like, you know, if you're going to this zombie infested zone wouldn't you want like body armor like why are you wearing like a t-shirt and sneakers like <laughs> yeah I, yeah i don't know i i was hoping for for more from the movie me too <laughs> honestly just, and I was like this looks like i watched the trailer and i was like this looks like it's gonna be fun it's a Zack snyder movie so you know like the visuals are gonna be crazy and the actions probably will be crazy too and you know people love zach for for oh, yeah. um dawn of the dead that's the right one right i always get the titles yes no you're right mixed up because there's so many yeah i feel i feel like that's a way better movie honestly like I, dawn of, oh yeah dawn of the I, I barely remember that movie and i'd much rather watch that <laughs> it's awesome you should watch it again actually it's a lot of fun i've seen both versions now actually now that i think about it or wait have i yeah, I Again, have... I'm getting the titles mixed up because there's so many fucking of the dead <laughs> movies. The Diary of the Dead, um, Night uh, of the Living Dead, uh, um, <laughs> another another one bites the dust. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. There's so many. Um, yeah, so yeah, that, like, I the... guess as a zombie movie. How would you like? Would you recommend it to people who are zombie movie fans, or you, you know, know what? Would you, would you yes. say like even as a zombie movie, it, you, you would recommend it? Yes, I feel like there actually is a lot of like those are my favorite elements of the movie is the zombie elements and the, uh, just like it. It almost feels like um, you know, like the main like bad zombie at the beginning. He's almost like Caesar, you know, like 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 Planet of the Apes and stuff like that. You know, he's leading mm. like this new like clan of zombies and they, you know they have like rituals and stuff like that okay cool so like yeah like there there is yeah there's cool concepts there like it it tries to take new directions but yeah it's just it's just too heavy and i don't know and the, yeah there's just there's weird stuff in it like how he like the main zombie dude he impregnates another zombie <laughs> like the queen the queen is is pregnant in the movie weird and i'm just like so like he's dead but like his sperm cells are alive and her <laughs> her her like the eggs and her ovarian <laughs> tubes like oh that's all functioning i guess and like why would I a guess. zombie be horny why would a zombie <laughs> like want to make a baby i don't understand <laughs> yeah and then it kind of gets, I guess when you take it that far, then it's like, are these even really zombies anymore? Like, could these have been like anything else? I, I know. And, like, but could it just been like people with 
with like some kind of disease that just makes them act really crazy and it would still be the same shit <laughs> you know and, what i mean and they consistently <laughs> call them zombies in this movie like this is like <laughs> yeah they say it out loud a lot yes yeah. if you die and you come back that's what you are you're a zombie and you know, okay, the, there is one thing that I thought was interesting. To uh, you know, the pilot. Do you know the story about like that actress and like how no. she got cast? No. Originally, Chris D'Elia was in that role, but he got in some hot water um, talking to some underage girls. You heard about that, right? You know, like the, the comedian. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And they, like uh, Tignatara, I think that I'm pretty sure that's her name. Um, they just replaced Crystalia with her, like green screen and all. Like they just pay, like or shot scenes by herself and just basically pasted her in. Jeez. And I I had no idea until I read about it afterwards. I was like, Wow, it was that seamless. It was it was damn well seamless. Like I guess when you're fucking yeah when you're when you're at that level of movie making it can't be seamless because i just i just think of like me trying to do that for one of my films like, oh my god yeah Could how much imagine? of a disaster that would be yeah yeah what if somebody on dead by like okay yeah we can think of yeah who was i guess um okay uh jasmine Sp- Sp- <laughs> i feel bad that she's the first one that i cut out but like there's mm-hmm. a lot of scenes of with her by herself so i guess if we had to Right, like, but also it it wouldn't be seamless too, and we couldn't yeah. green screen her in as well, right? I fucking like, hate green screen. It doesn't like, make sense to me. Like, there's some kind of <laughs> other like black magic shit that Hollywood is doing that they're hiding from us because this green screen stuff just never works when I, I try <laughs> to do it. It never think, looks real. There's like there's there's an art to it. I think like that's that'll be someone's full time job is to just do green screen stuff. <laughs> there must be something. Yeah. But then also you'll watch a YouTube video of people using green screen and like their shit won't look bad. And you're just like, what, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> what? Like every time I'll do, I follow the steps exactly how they tell me to do it. But it just looks like somebody is standing at in front of a fake background. Like it never <laughs> looks like they're actually there. Yeah. I think the, the key is to have uh, a VFX artist on, that, that will be working on it on mm-hmm. set and to go through like so that they know how it's going to be lit and they could be like okay no light it yeah. this way maybe it needs to match it needs to match the background perfectly like the lighting needs to be identical and that's the key is lighting like yeah. you know, if you get that right you can get it pretty much 100 percent. yeah i learned a lot about that stuff actually in that cinematography book i got oh yeah nice i finished it uh like, the, like the, two weeks a, ago or something like that does it read like a book or is it like uh or does it read like a textbook like a textbook yeah i don't think it's I like it. I it, it's like it, you got like chapters or it just like explains like there's a chapter on lenses and stuff like that and it just like explains like the lens how it works and then like how you can use like your knowledge of how what lens works to manipulate the image and you know get the look that you're that you want and like so it's i i got a lot of fucking like gold tidbits like like i told you from the book practical stuff too yeah i took notes 
of, of oh all man of that's things. awesome it's, okay it's cool uh, yeah i i don't think i could read a, a whole, a whole <laughs> book like that, but i don't like, blame you i'm i'm yeah. crazy like i've read you know the, you know the filmmaker's handbook that big ass book that oh, we got yeah right i fr- i read it front to back holy shit <laughs> wow god damn yeah i i i I wish i could do that (laughs) superpower (laughs) i'm just like i need to soak up all this knowledge (laughs) so i just do it holy shit pretty much all of our film textbooks that we've gotten outside of like the weird ones the (laughs) ones about documentary Oh yeah, or like the one uh, that um, we'd have in like thinking about film or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, like that stuff. Yeah. I I no, I didn't read, but <laughs> but like uh, the one on directing, I still have. I read all of that front to back. Um, the one on producing from producing class I took, I read front to back. Oh yeah, yeah. shit! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good on you. I, maybe I'll I'll find like a a podcast or something like that. <laughs> if I remember the way to do that. <laughs> the roger deacons podcast yeah i mean like that's like they don't talk about like crazy crazy amount of like technical stuff they kind of talk about like that's whack like yeah i mean like i guess like yeah um when they talk to um who's the first guy they talked to the first yeah one of the first ones i listened to was bill pope and i guess Mm. like they then they talked to about like um like we're uh I, i guess i like i learned a lot more about like like practical stuff like on on the set itself i guess you know i haven't Mm -hmm. like they're not saying like they're not talking about like specific lenses or whatever what goes well with what but they talk about like uh structurally you know how a set works and you gotta be like oh if you know if you're as a cinematographer it's your job to talk to like the art department to make sure that the color Mm -hmm. of the film doesn't clash with like the character's outfits you know yeah your the outfits or like or the the scene like the wallpaper you know like you gotta be like mm-hmm. there's a lot of ground you gotta cover yeah like, yeah the book that i read talked a lot about that stuff too like how it's like on sets and there's one part where it's like never ever talk to the the director unless you're like an actor or the cinematographer like no one's allowed to talk to the director and I'm like <laughs> <Holy> down <shit. laughs> like oh my god wow that, that doesn't that doesn't seem like a very fun environment i don't know like <laughs> well like i'm i'm sure it's like casual talk like don't talk try to like have a yeah. casual conversation with the director on set but like if you have something to say about about the film itself like first of all you should probably take it to the to the proper like department whoever it's related to like if you if it's like oh i think I think the costume should be this instead of that. Like you probably shouldn't say that to the director. Then you should probably go yeah. and say that to somebody else and they could pass that along to the, to the director. But I don't know if you got like something that could be useful to the director, then yeah. Like I don't see why you couldn't just go up to him and be like, Hey, I have an idea. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that'd be a bit on like uh, impractical jokers. Like, hey, hey, Sal, go, uh, go ask if uh, Steven Spielberg read your spec script. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, I guess you got you got your asshole directors out there. You know, think they're hot shit. You don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, beneath them. 
Well, well, even like back to James Cameron, too. Like, I uh, I just read this bit that Arnold Schwarzenegger shared where he was on the set of Twins with Danny DeVito and they were smoking cigars. And then I guess somehow Danny DeVito put marijuana in in Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> cigar. Yeah, I don't like how the fuck do you how did you do that? I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, so then, uh, so then they went, yeah, they uh, they aced their lines in the morning, they went for lunch and they went uh, back in the afternoon. And like he couldn't remember any of his lines at all, and he was like, "Yeah, I was lucky that we were on the set with Ivan Reitman because if it was Jim Cameron, he would have mad at all of us." <laughs> you know what we should do? You know, you doing all these voices. Yeah. We should just pretend that we have like famous people on the show. <laughs> you could just you could just voice them and we like interview you. You oh, just pretend shit. to be that. That that's a that's a good that's some good improv. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, you could you could do it. You'd kill it. You could do all these voices. It's great. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, Mr. Eastwood, what kind of uh, true story are you going to be covering for your next film? <laughs> well, uh, the, other, the other day I dropped a burrito on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's another true story. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh yeah the, the, you know what always happens too is whenever I, like uh someone's like oh hey i do do any voices and then i can't think of a single voice i have ever done in my, in my life <laughs> i can never do voices under pressure like that like it yeah. just has to like it has to be unexpected has to be spontaneous i'll just do it i also it also helps when i like hear the person i'm trying to like impersonate before i actually yeah. do it no 100 a hundred percent. If I'm just trying to do it off the top of my, off of like memories, it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> and it's hard too to like, I can't really like just come up with like a sentence. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. like, I can do it best when I, if like I'm reading off of something, you know, if I'm like, I'm reading. Yeah. Or like, you're like quoting from an actual quote that that person said. Yeah. 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 Um, and they, because then you actually hear it in your voice mm-hmm. or in their voice. Yeah. Um, uh, I there was there was one time at the theater where um uh I was asked like hey we have a um a blind gentleman that just came in like his family was going to one movie and he wanted to go to to Rambo Last Blood by mm-hmm. himself so then like I escorted him like to his seat like I you know like I went at the start of the movie and then I went back at the end and, and got him at the end and like he was such a oh, nice guy. nice yeah he was like. <laughs> I'll never. I don't know. I'll just never forget this encounter because he was such a nice guy and he was so excited to like. I guess he can see like shapes. Like you know, he's not like completely blind, but like it was just uh-huh. yeah. Get, like just getting to his seat in like a dark theater was like impossible. <laughs> yeah. So then I I was walking with him and he was like, I don't know. I guess he I guess he enjoyed the movie. I think he's the only person I've heard of enjoying Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> <laughs> um. He was like, uh, he's like, wow, that was like, that was a lot of fun. Like, hell yeah, I love Rambo. Like, I wonder, like, this last blood. I wonder if this is the last one. And I was like, oh yeah, I just heard an interview that Slow was like, hey, I don't know, we might make another one. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, it was so crappy, but like, it caught him off guard, and it it made Uh, him laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh man, did you Um, actually hear how he's doing a director's cut for Rocky, whatever? Rocky Wait. four was really it? or Rocky three? No Which way. Which one is it? Um, it's the I one, know. it's the one where I'm pretty sure it's the one where um, Apollo Creed dies. 
Yeah, that's four. That's four. It's four. Okay. Yeah. He's doing a director's cut of Rocky Four. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Like, Rock Six versus the. Uh, He's been working on it. Seems for a while now, actually. So it's it's nearly completed. If it's not already. Wow, that would be insane. Because yeah. I I don't really remember Rocky Four very well at all. But yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> if so he, like, if if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't mind seeing that because uh yeah, everybody's like is I think Rocky 4 is like people like it cuz you know like it's cheesy but they're like you know, why not who like who gives a shit? Rocky 4 is lots of fun, but like it's not like a I guess a good fit. So is this this almost be like the Godfather 3 situation where it's like it, I don't know, may, like maybe it's just a different movie or it's not like yeah, you know, you know that. I don't that, that, know that, what he's doing with it. What What do they call? It wasn't. It wasn't a Redux. It was a. What do they call that? Uh, Godfather Three. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No, I thought uh, there was only like one version of Godfather Three. No, he You're did. Telling like, me there's more. He did like yeah. He did like a director's cut like last year, I think. I'm pretty sure. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't feel bad that i didn't know that then if it was just last yeah. year <laughs> yeah i haven't i haven't seen godfather 3 so i don't know if, i don't know what version i should never watch, no i haven't because Ooh. everybody said it was bad so like i just didn't bother <laughs> I've yeah, seen the first i two. think i think people are kind of you know it's kind of <laughs> like a bandwagon thing yeah it's, that's true you know, hop on the hate godfather 3 bandwagon it's not it's not bad it's not like great either, but I don't think it's bad. Yeah, I, I also guess, haven't seen it in a long time, so. Oh, I guess I, I yeah, might feel differently. Kind of the same way that everybody. Yeah, like everybody hated Force Awakens. They're not uh, Phantom Menace for mm. so long, and then everyone realized that nobody really hated the Phantom Menace that much. So like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that like? Is I feel like when yeah, when I was young, I was like, and I got on the internet, and I was like, oh, we all hate the prequels. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. And then oh, it was like it was. It was like up and down with me. It was like when I was little, it was like prequels was top shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> like me and my friends, like I didn't even know the original trilogy existed for the longest time. Oh, really? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. It wasn't until like I might have been in grade one or two at a, at a friend's birthday party. And I saw that he had like the VHS tapes of the OT trilogy. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Holy like, shit. Yeah, I was like, like, what? Star Wars? More Star Wars? Like, where did you get this? I didn't know these existed. And then that's how I knew about, that's how I found out about the uh, original trilogy. But yeah, it was like, it was like prequels was top shit. We love pre- the, the prequels, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. I remember seeing Revenge of the Sith for my birthday oh, at the wow. movie theaters no, with my oh, dad. Man. Like that was... That was dope. And then it was like, you started hearing like, oh, the prequels suck. The prequels are terrible. We hate them. Blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, yeah, it's like kind of sort of somewhat recently now people have sort of switched tuned about the prequels and they're like, they're more uh, forgiving of them. And you're seeing a lot of prequel defenders now more than you would have before in the past. So I'm one of them. <laughs> like- <laughs> 
I just I just defend the story. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, I can't defend really anything else. <laughs> no, there's a lot of really hokey stuff, and they're not perfect, obviously. But like, <sighs> they're pretty fucking bad. Actually. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it doesn't. But, yeah, it doesn't make but, me like. I always say this. I always say like they're bad movies, but they're still really good Star Wars movies. That's how I say it. it they they're still magical and like mm. and all like whether you like it or not, like that's the story. Mm-hmm. Like I think like what, yeah, yeah what I have no feel right. problem with the story. Like, no, and like it was what, great. George Lucas is an amazing storyteller. And and what just didn't work with the the sequel trilogy is that like it felt like bad fan fiction. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, you look at the prequels and you're like, mm-hmm. some of this is bad, but it's authentic. This is, like, mm-hmm. genuine Star Wars, <laughs> right from the source. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, even even somebody like Jar Jar Binks, like, somehow just seems like he fits in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> no matter how much we hate him and wish he didn't exist, <laughs> it's like, it works. Somehow, it works. It could be just nostalgia. You know, from watching it when we were little and loving it from when we were little, but I don't know. It just somehow it works. You know what? Jar Jar doesn't bother me. I'll say it. Like, <laughs> like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't f- get upset when I see in episode one. Jar Jar. No, I, I, I don't know. Like, it just like as a kid, he just never mm-hmm. bothered me, and I got old. He never bothered me either as a kid, but like now he definitely does. It's like. It's just, it's super goofy. But, like, there's so much goofiness in Star Wars. I'm like, he's just another goofy asshole running about. Like, who, who yeah. cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess when you, like, compare the original trilogy, though, and, like, how much further they take it with the prequels, it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, George, I know you think Star Wars is for kids when it really was never just for kids. Yeah. Everybody loved Star Wars. But I guess... Grown-ups, uh, kids, everybody... But now you're, you know, you started with the Ewoks and now you just went like full <laughs> psycho with Jar Jar Pinks. This is full kitty mode. But there's there's always been like goofy racist alien characters in Star Wars, right? Remember, remember Nyan Num? Like that's that's a little Asian <laughs> man, right? Like that is so it's very racist. Okay, but how are you going to compare Nyan Num to Jar Jar? <laughs> But like Jar Jar's also another racist character. Look at look at Waddle. Waddle is yeah, like another he, racist character. Dying Numb was just was just you know he's just a nice guy just chilling in the Millennium <laughs> Falcon. You know he's not saying much. He's just cool. He's chill. Then you got Jar Jar. You know he's like, Misa Misa whatever. And he's like stepping in poop and he's like like <laughs> come on like don't do my boy dirty like that. <laughs> don't do nine and numb dirty <laughs> I'm comparing to Jar Jar he did a nice guy chilling yeah. he, actually, he, actually, he actually got a hell of a point man that guy looks so cool yeah, he's, he's just cool he's just chilling he's not even saying the man has like one line <laughs> in the whole entire fucking movie <laughs> yeah. exactly that's his one fucking line <laughs> don't compare him to charge <laughs> oh, okay maybe 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 nine and them is like we're talking about him as because he doesn't say anything what if what if he was like the mascot for a whole movie we might have ended up hating him yeah right? yeah, yeah. Is a, jar jar is what is the goofy racist star wars character that got the limelight like that's <laughs> yes exactly 
<laughs> he just he's just the one that broke through. That's that's why we, <laughs> we know. Him. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I, you know what? I, 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 and the fact that George had big plans for him too. George, George are key to all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. It's madness. I may have went a little too far in places. <laughs> <laughs> I, we can at least agree that the fact that he cut down Jar Jar's role was beneficial <laughs> to the, to oh, the yeah. prequels. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, well, DJ, why don't you take us out to sea? Um, take us out to sea? Yeah, I think I think that concludes another episode. We, we, we trying to look for uh, Moby Dick? What's going on? <laughs> take you out to sea. I can't uh, swim. You can't? Really? <laughs> yeah oh what all right let's not talk about this on, on air. <laughs> let's, let's get out of here <laughs> i'm that <laughs> thanks for tuning in to another episode of we make movies <laughs> uh, it was good to be back dj is uh doggy paddling right now he's, <laughs> he's barely staying afloat he i has... can't even i can't even do that man <laughs> Yes, but seconds to live. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, you know what? Uh, uh, yeah, in my own space now, I kind of get uh, a semi-normal schedule going on. Like, I hope to hope to be a little more consistent. Um, uh, yeah, we're looking to be face to face for the first time in a long time. Next time we do an episode, oh yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be hype. I episode, know, I know. Episode thirty-four. I, I yeah I, I don't I I'm gonna have to figure out how to how to not make my my space here echoey as shit like <laughs> I'll figure so we might have to whip we'll up the, the blankets, blankets again the yeah blankets, there we go yeah. we're, gonna make, we're gonna make forts <laughs> yo sit under our forts I should I should make a fort that's an awesome idea <laughs> I'll like uh, you'll show up and the fort will be made it'll be the, we have a podcasting fort I'll figure something out. <laughs> I have so many blankets I have a stupid amount of blankets <laughs> oh, fucking what are you waiting for you fool. <laughs> Oh man, Thanks. Uh, this might keep you around. You got some uh, pretty smart ideas. Um, <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, shit. Uh, where can we find uh, you on the socials, my good man? DJ Carnegie on Instagram. Um, my letterbox is D Carnegie Seven. Um, that's all you really need to have to know. DJ Carnegie on YouTube too subscribe oh yes oh yes get over there yes um, what about you uh yeah can be one two three on uh letterboxd i'm also on uh instagram and twitter i think i'm just cam Beletsky over there i don't know if i've ever mentioned those um let's check us out on uh, uh we make movies pod as well on uh the instagram like i wouldn't mind uh I wouldn't mind uh, being on there a little more, and like mm-hmm. I don't know, like if you got any got any suggestions, you got anything you want to talk, uh, want us to talk about, like shoot us over on uh, Instagram. Hell yeah, um, we have uh, we will probably talk about it because. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um. I I really want to like I'm I'm really kind of feeling Twitter now. Like I I feel like I want to get on there because it seems like all people ooh. do is they just tweet their 
random thoughts throughout the day. <laughs> like, that's essentially what Twitter is. I fucking love Twitter. <laughs> I actually do. Like, I don't. I, I mean, I don't do it like frequently. Uh-huh. But like, if I got it, if I got like a dumb thought, like I'll just <laughs> I'll throw it out there. Yeah, it's just like if you want to know what somebody's thinking, you follow them on Twitter, and they'll let you know throughout the day <laughs> what's going through their head. Oh yeah, I uh, um. I had a really funny one about uh, uh, WandaVision. Some guys from work, they're like, wow, you really didn't like WandaVision. I was like, nope. <laughs> what, did they listen to the podcast? No, no. They just, they, I oh. tweeted about it. I was like, I was like oh. God damn it. I walked in the WandaVision finale, not asking for much. It's still got nothing. And it's just, it's that I, it's that guy, the angry guy at that soccer game you know, with his yeah. hands on his hips and he's in that vest. <laughs> oh, okay. That guy makes me laugh. <laughs> were they angry that you didn't like it because they uh, liked it no they were like okay glad we glad we dodged that one i was like yes oh okay like all that um yeah i always get the i get funny phone calls at the at the theater like working like I'll, mm. and i'll tweet about those like someone will call and be like or i'll answer the phone i'll be like uh, uh cinebox number v camera speaking and they'll be like hi is this a cineplex at norma view I'm like, I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, what's your name? (laughs) Getting you to repeat everything you already said. Nice. Oh man. Nice. Okay. um, (laughs) Had they ever called you and like asked if you were someplace else? (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. They'll be like, oh, is this the? Yeah, uh, yeah. This is the Cinemax Norview. I'm like, oh yeah. You're like, are you that new one in the East End? No, it's in the it's still in the north end. Oh, what? They, wait, so they told you which one? Like, they asked you if you were the one in Norman View, and then they still went on to be like, is this the one, the new one in the east? Man, people have brought in landmark coupons, and we're like, you know, you can't use that here. And then, <laughs> oh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. It's like when people would come through the McDonald's drive-thru and they'd like ask for a Whopper. <laughs> no it's way it's like you're at mcdonald's like <laughs> there's Are no you, way and they were serious they weren't fucking around i don't know <laughs> i just i've heard those stories how people come through and they ask for a whopper oh man we, one time brianna picked up me and will made a couple of a couple of friends we we're all pretty drunk and yeah. we're like let's go to mcdonald's and <laughs> we gotta we gotta go for mcdonald's and then and then Bri drove us to, in the drive-thru and then will like rolled down the window and he's like He's like, do you still sell burgers? <laughs> like, did, did he? Did he think they ran out? <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he, he was. He was fucking around. He was. He was like, can I have some McPasta? <laughs> McPasta? Yeah. <laughs> he was just making shit up. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I'm just. Okay. I'm just laughing at the nonsense now. <laughs> all right. We'll get um, off. All right. Uh, thanks again to everybody for joining us. We'll catch you real soon. Until next time. This podcast is part of the Saskatchewan Podcast.